Well, 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 I just saw your tweet about your album and the anti-abortion people, and that <laughs> made me laugh so hard because you were once a fetus. Um, yes, if you support fetuses, you know what? I was once a fetus, so were you. Both these former <laughs> fetuses have albums coming out, okay? Yep, you got to change. I think your pin tweet says that it's only available on Pandora. You got to change that. When when it goes to the link, it says it's your event. You everywhere. Can, yeah, okay. I guess I could change it. Uh, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, and uh, mine. A lot of things are happening. So a week yeah, from today, me. a right. week from today is the fifteenth, the day before my album and special come out on Eight Hundred Pound Gorilla. Yeah. Uh, so the night of the fifteenth at six p.m., I'm having an album release party on Rush Ticks. That's so cool. Live streaming online uh bamford's gonna do a set maryland's gonna do a set guy branham's gonna do a set and then i'm gonna show some clips from the special play you know a couple of clips from the album essentially but with video and then um and then take questions and tell anecdotes or just kind of sit around and jam it'll be like an hour 15 it's ten dollars if you just want to see it twenty dollars gets you a download twenty dollars gets you a download yeah that's cool yeah. And, um, and then it'll come out on the Tuesday. And so everybody, uh, fucking buy tickets if you could, yeah. if, uh, because if I sell 500 tickets, I get 80%. Oh, nice. And it's also a great show. You, It's not a charity on your part. You, if you buy oh, true. He's been 20, yeah, you get the album that you're going to buy anyway. Right, listener? <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you did a show with uh, Maria Bamford and Marilyn Rice Cub and Guy Branham plus Jackie. I mean, it's, yeah. a, it's a, that is more than $10 worth of comedy and you are you get to be at home. It's it's it, oh, right. it harkens back to the glorious days of the pandemic where <laughs> <laughs> Right. And it's 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Pacific. So nice. it's you're you're you can it's 9 p.m. Eastern. You can it's literally so be asleep by 11 and uh or mm-hmm. or t- really 10 10 30 or you yeah. watch from your bed on your iphone and then you you fall asleep during the show but that's okay because you already bought your ticket do you remember it's when okay maria yeah do you remember when maria did that uh show where they were like it was you could sleep with maria like she was she had yes. a thousand stuffed animals yeah. and she's like this is me. I'm going to go to bed. You guys can watch the live stream of it. And it was just a Truman showy kind of thing. And she sold a boat ton of tickets and it was great. So, um, so amazing. And everyone kind of also went to sleep at the same time. It was just a giant group bedtime. And then everyone just left their Wi-Fi on. I think I, um, I, I, I checked in on it, but I didn't, um, I'm as supportive as I can be, but, uh, (laughs) It's not always a 12 hour show supportive. Oh, sure. I mean, even watching a special is, is work. So watching someone sleep is actually above <laughs> the fact that you checked in is really nice. Uh, yeah. So, um, how was your week? Where are you? You're home, right? I'm at home. I have a very, uh, heavy day today. Oh. 
Sunday. Um, we're doing this on 1 p.m. 3 p.m. I'm talking about death on for a video Against. series. Uh, 5 p.m. I'm doing a sh- uh, my a set at Tau uh, Comedy Studio. 7 oh, p.m. I'm going to Permanent Records to do a set for Bar- nice. Bab Gray, her show. And then 9 p.m. I'm at Flappers. And all of this, this flurry of activity is that at the very last minute, last week, I guess somebody had a Corden appearance and they dropped out for I don't know what reason. But yeah. I'm doing, I'm filling in. I'm doing a set on Corden on Thursday. Of oh, this my God. That is awesome. Days. Yeah. So uh, so I'm putting, you know, I, I have this set uh, locked and loaded. Now I'm just like because I'm tweaking, you know, how it's. Did you it, have to send it to him? I uh, typed it out. OK. I typed so it now- out. And they okayed it, and they're like, "Yeah, they okayed it." Yeah, went yeah. through standards and practices. Uh, hopefully, if it all goes well, you know, I've been complaining how I didn't do the Anne Frank bit like I wanted to do it on my album. Hopefully, yep. it'll be you know perfect or as close <sighs> to on Corden that I, I was, can let it go. I, I was telling, <laughs> I was telling uh, somebody the bit the, yesterday because I'm I'm hanging out in Minneapolis, so okay. and I was like, "It is so, it's so tight right now. It's such a great bit." Yeah. So, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So just getting into it, uh, it's newer stuff. It's not stuff that's on the album or anything. So part of, mm-hmm. you know, so it's, um, uh, so yeah, it's just tinkering a little bit with, uh, you know, some the, the bit that I'm opening with has sort of existed, you know, four or five jokes in recently. So okay. yeah, maybe it wasn't as tight as it should be because it wasn't the opening joke ever. And mm-hmm. uh, so now I'm just trying to massage that a little bit, you know, and, uh, and I have, uh, two sets on Monday. Uh, I'm going to do Val Tossi put me on mermaid and I'm oh, gonna cool. do a set at bar Lubitsch on Monday night. Uh, they have an 8 PM show that I forgot the name of. And, uh, then flappers on Tuesday and Wednesday, or if anyone else has other things all yeah. I'm not working so I can do, you know, I can get there at five o'clock or whatever. And just run the, run the set. Just run it, just run it. So I know it backwards and forwards. And and it's mostly because this order is just for this set. I wouldn't put yeah. it in this order normally. And yeah. uh, so I, I want it to be so ingrained in my head that if, if something were to happen during the show or if I get distracted for some for some reason, I've got the muscle memory to just keep going and it's it seems yeah. you wouldn't notice. You yeah, know? yeah. That's like awesome. When your when your mic fell out or whatever yeah. happened with you on Conan. Oh that yeah, that laugh pack. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh that was weird. But yeah. uh but I did take a beat so that they could cut it, and then you were so funny because you're like, No, they're gonna keep it because they think it's funny. So I was like, <laughs> it is funny. And yeah. uh and I look like a hero because I didn't choke. Yeah. and uh you gotta love that and you gotta love looking like a hero exactly so, you gotta uh, love not choking yeah so that's all happening but part of me is like oh well what if the person that dropped out like do they still have the rights to claim it back if they want it <laughs> or what if what if for some reason they hate me i don't know who it is and i'm their enemy and they're like oh no not kill martin i'm coming back <laughs> i want this spot back i'm not really sure right right it's uh yeah uh i don't I, I understand why you would have irrational thought syndrome, but it is not happening. You're doing it. It's going to be fun. They, um, they asked, uh, they asked me for a set, an mm-hmm. idea for a set. And, uh, I'm gonna, you know what? I think I'll just type it up because uh, get this. So I've been in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Wait, I wanted to, first I wanted to say, you know, who's else looking for sets this week in New York is Carmen Morales. Yes. 
because she's doing that 15 minute special on you know, HBO Max. On HBO Max. And on so Friday. she's got a on Friday. So she's got a Friday set. So if you're in New York and you got a place where Carmen Morales can run 15 minute set and comics, we have New York comics listening. Um yeah. or even, yeah, I, even if it's shorter, if she as long as you, you know, she can get up on stage, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that that's true. That's true. Just run it. Mm-hmm. Just get get up run, and run and, the first and, half, and, run the second yeah. half someplace else, whatever. Yeah, and shake your muscles out a little bit. And mm-hmm. uh so yeah, so I I tried to uh, I asked I asked a couple of people I asked Butter Burr Butter Butter Boy, um, and uh, she's packed. And it's the uh, New York Comedy Festival week. Oh, so it's hard to find spots. And um, but I am in Minneapolis right now doing Acme's 30th anniversary, and I just had lunch, and we're gonna eat again in like two and a half hours. Um, but. It's 30 comics, everybody doing 20 minute sets. He's been doing it since Wednesday. And my set was last it's, night. It's kind, of, it's kind of like Hermosa's uh, birthday thing too, right? Right, where the, he did five minute sets. These are 20s. Wait, how many comics doing 20s? 30, but over days. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I miss, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, not, oh my God, that would be. <laughs> and uh, so, um, yeah, I came in. Uh, David Huntsberger and Chad Daniels um, and David Crow and uh, Ben Washburn. And so great great lineups, great lineup. And then Mary Mack went last night. Erica Rhodes went last night. I went last night. Um, Andy Erickson. Yeah, it was. Those are some power 20s, Jackie. Jesus. Right. I don't know what Brandy Brown did. I think she went up on, I think the Wednesdays might've been shorter, Uh the Wednesday sets, but uh, Brandy Brown went up and, but I just had lunch. Ryan Stout. Holy shit. He made me laugh so hard. He's got a COVID dog bit, right? Oh, interesting. Okay. It is. It is a, uh, it's a freaking delight is what it was. I think, I think I saw part of it and I was like, you know what? Uh, maybe I don't need to have a COVID dog bit because maybe <laughs> Brian has the definitive one. And unless I come up with a really different angle, he sort of hit a lot of, a lot of things. He hit the beats. Think. Yeah. He did yeah. hit some beats and Jake Johansson's here. And um, so I just wow. had lunch. Yeah. I just had lunch with, um, with everybody, including Emily Galati. Oh my God. Who's so living she here. Moved, she moved to Minneapolis. She still lives there. Yeah. She's she living like with it? Mary Max. Yeah. Max. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of neat. That's cool. And so you know what another topic was, oh, go ahead. Oh, just, I'm just, I, I, I feel bad if I don't say everybody's name, but yeah, um, sure, sure. it's okay. That's all right. Oh, um, somebody else was saying that they were thinking of moving out of LA just for a while, you know? Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, Emily was in New York and she was yeah. living in like, I don't know, a, a, a broom closet. So she was like, I got to get out of here. Well, it's weird I, it, to me, like before the last couple of years, you got to live in New York or L.A. or you're just yeah. playing around. And clearly, you know, even post COVID, maybe you don't if you if you don't. Right have what you want here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you put her name in the chat. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, everybody, you know, she, I think doesn't, doesn't need to, 
but I, I would be really sad because I never get to hang out with her, but I like her a lot. I would too. But, but, uh, she does, you know, if you have a good play, if you're doing enough road work and you just have, you, you've got a nice airport to fly out of, like, except for the, aside from being in Las Vegas, I can't imagine a better place to live than <laughs> always flights constantly. Yep. So you can always get home you know, Everywhere. And you, you don't yeah. have to leave at an ungodly hour. And mm-hmm. so that would be a great place to live. Um, mm-hmm. if, but if you're just a road comic and you, you know, you just need a place to put your stuff and slightly have a home. It's not a yeah. place to stay it's, forever. Yeah. I mean, I did when I was, I'm going to Vegas this week again to open for Maria Friday, Saturday at the new Wise Guys. Oh, I was going to say which club, but it's not that club. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. The Tropicana and I may have to have a discussion about opening acts if I come back there. All right. And uh, that Fair is enough. all. That Fair is enough. all. It's because I like I like the staff mm-hmm. at the at the Trop Laugh Factory, and I and I and I even like the Booker guy and his and his wife was great. Um, Wait, is it this guy? Yes. Oh, okay, great. Oh, yeah. he just friended me on Facebook. Maybe something's going down. I'm excited, Jackie. Here's what I say. And Jackie Fabulous did this. She brought Amy Miller to feature. Oh, cool. So bring someone to feature. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and then also you they, they put up the features, right? So you don't yep. feel like you're... Right. You're like a monster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. It's uh, Jake Johansson was telling me that he opened for uh, Russell Peters. Yeah. And they flew Emirates first class. Oh my God. Which is everybody gets their own studio apartment. Yes. Yeah. Which is banana land. And, uh, but. Oh my God. Where did, and where did he go to? To Dubai or something? Uh, it never came up. I didn't ask where I was like, did you just fly around the earth? (laughs) Because that's what I would want to do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Australia. Maybe. I mean, uh, when, when we went to, when I did the thing, guitar at, thing? Guitar with Conan, we flew Emirates business. I think I've talked about this every other podcast since it happened, <laughs> but, but we saw into first cause you know, the writers were in, um, in business and then other others of the show were in first and it's like, they have a gym. Oh my God. It was, crazy. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Amazing. I can't believe, uh, what, I please I would I want to do that once somebody let me open for you please right and he paid really well so it's always nice to hear yes I love it I love it when I love when it. you find out that someone is good yeah and yeah and yeah, and they're sharing the Peters ever you know yeah I don't even know who he is but I he's Except clearly of course he's Canadian I mean oh he's that you know. guy <laughs> wait you Canadian know who he is Yes. No. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, no, I've heard of him. I've heard of him. I've, I've heard of him. Yeah, I know. I, it's fine. Oh I'll no, be over this here. is another Pete Davidson situation. <laughs> yeah, it is because I don't know. Yeah, I, now I know who that guy is. He looks like uh, a very young man. Yes, he looks like a very fresh-faced. Uh, I don't know, eleven-year-old. Yes, all for his age. Anyway, let's be the only middle-aged women that aren't speculating on how attractive Pete Davidson is. Let's let's leave that guy alone for us. How about that? I'm on. Everyone else is like horning out. And oh, everybody horny for that guy. Yes. Okay. All right. And uh, I'm always uncomfortable when a comedian is an object of desire. (laughs) You know, it makes me male or female across the board. Kumail. 
You know, like there are people lusting after Kamel and I'm like, this isn't, stop it. He's a comic. That's not why, that's not why, that's not why he exists. He doesn't exist (laughs) for your sexual desire. Yes. He exists to make you laugh. Yes. And that is all. Yes. Um, Um, But so I did my set last night and TJ, my, uh, my PA agent, he flew in because he's really good friends with Lewis. Oh, neat. And he just showed up. And he saw my set and I did very, I did very well. I did. And he texted me during my set. I didn't have my phone on, on me. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to tell me what bits I should do on Corden if they, if they, or what hey, I should submit cool. for Corden. Yeah. That's nice. That's really Super cool. nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to kill in front of your representation. Yes. Just to remind them that you're not a mirage or just an email that constantly asks for things. Yeah. Exactly. And who showed up uh, an hour later is Rich Miller. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Is, is it, wait, he's not, he's not booking anything to my knowledge right now. Right. I mean, he used to book Cap City, but uh, Cap City is new more. So. And Helium. Oh, that's he was right. the Helium yes. booker before Mark took it back. Mark Grossman. Right, right, right. So, right. um, but it was, it was great. It was, uh, it was such a great set and a great audience. I, my set list, I looked at it afterwards and I was like, oh, I forgot to do this. And I don't know who I was standing next to, but I was like, not that I, not that I, I'm, I'm good because whoever was, they were like, well, I'm up next. If there's any extra time, if you want to come up and <laughs> pick up a couple of minutes in the middle of my set. So there was some mocking is what I'm saying. <laughs> you're greedy yeah yeah because i was greedy um are you gonna cut up that set for corden or just i asked brandon i might not need to i would be kind of cool if i didn't need to but i told brandon to send it to me Mm -hmm. so that's good yeah and um i got in it i got in twitter drama this (gasps) twitter drama you saw for which uh oh okay so uh remind me Okay, so you know, uh, I get uh, I get emails from comedy clubs because I I sign yeah. up for their e- email list. Like they they're oh. all begging all of us to, right? Yes. So, and Lisa Landry told me this do long do this a long time ago just to see you know uh, she she was like uh, just to see who's giving out free tickets, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But also it's interesting to see who's headlining and credits and all that kind of stuff. Like what what's what's working and what and what towns or states or venues or whatever um and uh so anyway i got this one email from a a, a chain it's a mm-hmm. chain they mm-hmm. have several clubs and um you know br- in bright bold colors advertising two weeks of shows oh right first week was a guy who the la times did a story about him violently raping somebody that guy was week one. And then week two was the guy who Vulture did a story about who groomed a 14-year-old. So, right. so uh, and I'm not, I don't want to say their names because it's out there. If you want to look into it, that's fine. I'm just, I'm giving you the information I'm comfortable dealing with because of yeah. how they get clipped out on the internet. You and I could have a private conversation, which this is not, yeah. and we get into it. Okay. So then I just, I just tweeted something like, hey, uh, so this club. That's right. This club is booking a rapist and a statutory rapist back to back, but I'm not going to call them out because I'm also sending my veils. Just <laughs> to know what it's like to be a stand-up comic these days. 
Yeah, your subtweet game. I do remember this because you were on fire. And- well, here's the and, and then so so some people started tweeting at me like um name names, name who names. Is it? Who what is club? It? Yeah. Which, what club? You should be willing to lose that club. Uh this is more important than your income, right? And uh, but it's not it's not secret. Like you could also do what I did if you want to find out that information. Do you want to find out that information or do you want me? to get blackballed so you can pile on that 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 new sort of tumbleweed of activity right right like no, nothing you're doing is going to help me and they're that and most of them aren't even in either maybe they're not even in those markets no, so no, they're not, not even road, gonna not road, yeah. no road comic told me to do that <laughs> not a right. single road comic told me to do that right yeah and um uh also it won't work it yeah. won't make club owner. You cannot make a club owner. You can't shame a club owner. That no. is impossible. No, uh, all you can do is make them double down. That is literally don't even pay uh, the other acts. You can't shame them that like they're not they're not shameable. OK, no. they will do whatever they can get away with. Some of these some of these older guys, they identify with these comics because they're like, yep. oh, yeah, I got me too. Uh, my, you know, my servers got mad at me. So <laughs> they, they, they actually probably want to hang out and have drinks and commiserate about females. And then the clubs that do book women regularly, they aren't they're not the problem. The clubs that don't book women regularly don't like are going to change. Yeah. yeah. So if you were to say, well, all the women are going to, if we could miraculously get every female comic to boycott, boycott a club that doesn't work women, they would be so happy. It's like my dream come true. Now I have an excuse as to why I have an all male calendar for the next six months. You know, like mm-hmm. that doesn't work. It's, it's not a corp comedy clubs. Aren't a corporation and there's They're no, not HR and all that stuff. there's They're no, tiny little castles each one is a little country and it's a feudal yeah. system it's a it's yes. definitely feudalism it's so. a horrible system but it that's all the it that's what it is it's and i don't know how to change it uh but the, that suggestion won't change it and it'll right. make it harder for me to get work and you've tried to go within you sat down with a club owner right his mother or something right she's the club owner okay she was one of the club owners and all i did was ask yeah, because and so I have been blackballed from that. Like, oh. Yes, <laughs> so, and then you yes. never worked that room, and they own two others that you've never worked, and I've never worked again because we talked about it. So yeah. we actually have proof that it doesn't work; it only blackballs us. Yeah. So for anyone to say, uh, "Ask me to blackball myself," no, did you see the second half of that sentence, which is the <laughs> club I want to work? And I also feel like never female comics should never take themselves out of a gig on principle ever. You know, I mean, that's what they want. Yeah. Because it just gives them an excuse. They want women not to show up. They would love it. It's a perfect excuse to not have to deal with it. Yeah. Yes. But what so you're that, that was happening. <laughs> yeah. What your subtweet did do is it made me on my flight here mm-hmm. research two other chains oh and i think i told you about this so i looked up so that's 16 clubs between these two chains okay the next 12 weeks i looked at their calendars so that's 30 wait 12 times 16 192 headline weekends okay 192 weekends 
And, and I went 12 weeks because you can't count Valentine's week. Cause that's the week that everybody books women. I'm not working Valentine's. You will. No, I don't have anything right now. No, no, I know. But two weeks before Valentine's day, they will ask you. <laughs> someone will cancel. <laughs> so, well, so, someone will go, Oh shit. We're supposed to get a woman comic. Oh yeah. Okay. Cause every, every year I get asked to do Valentine's and I'm like, Hey, why didn't you call me three months ago? It's like trying to find a dog sitter at Christmas. Anyway, so um, <laughs> is it? Anyway, so uh, 16 clubs, 192 yeah. possible weekends that need headliners, mm-hmm. 15 women between those 16 clubs uh, in 192 possible women. That's not even 10%. That's like 8%. That's 176 men. Fuck. 15 women. It's ridiculous. And a lot of double ups, right? Because if you get into a chain, yeah. that's five weeks of work a year. So if it's you're lucky, so or 11 weeks of work. They're all year. one woman that they've decided is cool. It's the same woman at, at, at some of them. And <sighs> it's uh, all of them have the same guys. Wow. So it's not helping men either. No, it's not helping men at all. But it's, I mean, I'm not concerned. I'm less concerned <laughs> about men when when less than 10% of the headliners in these major chains are women. I mean, you, you, if, if you piss off a chain or you're not in it with a chain, that's 11, how many weeks did you, 16 clubs that you, 16 cities, you can't work, you know, 16 cities that are hard, harder for you to work. That's all. Yeah. I just like it. Or you're not going to. Right. Right. It would take easily three times the effort than if a chain would just book you because people are constantly saying, why don't you work Tampa or Orlando? Oh, right. Why don't exactly. you work? You know? And I was just like, well, most of Florida is owned by one, one guy. Yeah. So I can't, if I, if I want to come there and make $800, I could do it, but it's so much work. Oh, to like work a rock club or something? Yeah, yeah. To do the to do the one nighter thing. This whole thing of just come up with an alternative club in every city in America. That's not what I do. Right. Right. That's not the model that I grew up with. So to do that is a great deal of work. And I might do work that I don't want to do. Right. There might be a town that I want. Yep. Yeah, you do. Comedy clubs are fun. Mm -hmm. Everything's set up right. Okay, it's set up for us to kill. We work really hard on our act so that we can kill. Why do we have to, oh, you can't do that. You need to go see if this Baskin Robbins will do comedy on a Monday and see if you can put that together. You can't work. I just booked a, just a row of hat stores across the earth. I've worked hat uh, stores. Uh, so have I. <laughs> That's, That's why I mentioned them because they're kind of but fun. You make, yeah. they don't, you don't make money. You know, no, there's like, no money. Fun little, there's fun little sets in a big town, like in New it's, York or LA. I don't mind working any weird thing, but to, to go on the road, to fly or to drive, you know, X amount of hours to get a hotel, it's, it costs a lot. And it, the club, at least when you're headlining pays for that stuff and you get your check for the week and maybe some merch money and everything else is like, uh, you know, I, I'm not a promoter. That's not what I, I can't. Oh, I did. Uh, you know, I've I've hired Jess to do PR for the new album. Right. And she, I've already done so many, so many podcasts and interviews, right. and I'm about to do probably thirty more. What? Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. 
And I have a hard time saying no, because I paid her. I asked her to do it. Right, right, and, right. Uh, and so, but I was trying to explain to some guy, it's like Geek News Network or something like that was the name of the, and uh, I was trying to explain to him about work at the road and accepting work and being, you know, and at one point, oh, I think his last question was something like, Oh, I don't know if I hope he doesn't print put this in print, but he might. And I'm about to say it. So and I don't think I was he asked me what I thought about like the guys who date underage, right? And, and uh like, Crystalia. Okay. Yeah, like Crystalia and Jeff Ross specifically. Correct. And so he asked me about that. And I said, I don't think I've taken a stand when I say I would like all adult men to date other adults. Yeah. And he was like, that's a good way to put it. And I'm like, (laughs) I don't understand why I don't understand why I have to weigh in on this controversial topic of adults dating other adults and not dating children. Correct. And plus, like, it's one thing when you and I or uh, comics are talking, it's our business. But now you're talking to somebody outside of it, it. It it also feels kind of exploitive of you to have to weigh in on someone else's. Yeah, because uh, I was I was like, isn't there a male problem. comic you could ask this yes, very simple right. question right, that right, has right. just the one answer? <laughs> it's <laughs> illegal. Uh, so I'm right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you want to change the law. I guess you got to change the law. Oh my so, God. Uh, but try not to, if because if it is illegal, maybe you live within the law. And, I, um, I I had an idea which wouldn't no one would do. Right? <laughs> yeah, part of the argument for me to like come out against the club was I have a platform. Okay, so right. If I again, if I can't even get work at this club, I really don't have. A platform, okay? <laughs> right? What platform? Okay. It's a shaky platform. Twitter yeah. followers. I'm already number twenty on iTunes right now. That's what my <laughs> platform did. Okay. So, but I I do feel like because I don't. What if someone not? It doesn't. I don't want to put Chelsea Handler on the spot, but somebody of that of that caliber of that of that level of fame who normally works theaters, right, goes to say a funny bone in the rust belt that okay. three women a year, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, mm-hmm. or one or whatever. And goes, I will work the club. I'll do Friday, Saturday, you know, uh, and it'll sell out instantly. Right. And you're going to have a bunch of women in the audience drinking $20 drinks. You're going to make a ton of money. I'm going to make some money, but the preceding 12 weeks in front of me, before me, before my date, six of them have to be female headliners. And so, and then you could actually make it a thing where it's a promotion for like almost three months of, yeah. and that, and that would get, maybe get the club in the habit, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, mm-hmm. it's a positive shaming instead of fuck you for, it's a little, it's a little like, Hey, here's some new comedians that you may, you may not have been in say Albany, New York before mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. they are. And I, you know, it could be Chelsea presents if she wanted to tie her name to it, or she just if it was her. For but it, it could yeah. be any, it, it could be Nikki Glaser or Amy Schumer or Eliza Schlesinger. I mean, yeah, it could be Amy any of these Schuster. people. Yes, uh, yeah, maybe Eliza as well. Um, Nikki she, fills theaters. Yeah, like Glaser. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I, yeah, I, I'm just saying, like, is somebody who who has the option of doing a theater in a club and doesn't need a club. 
ever. Right. Right. And, and, and you're just, you're just coming up with like the, the mechanism to do that where they could use that power for good. Yeah. And it would, it would, I hopefully start to build an audience that the club could see because I'm convinced some of these clubs are just, they're so stuck in their 80s, 90s thinking. Like, there's an audience of people that do not want to go to a comedy club because they think all comics are guys that talk about cancel culture, right? Or, you know, like, there there are people you haven't, you haven't connected with that would spend money at your comedy club. I don't know. What do you think? You seem bored. Uh, no, no, I think yeah, I think you're, you've circled around and you're saying the same thing again, because I think you're right. I mean, yes. it would be it would be a tangible way to use your power for good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's take a quick break, though. Hi, it's me, Dave Hill from before here to tell you about my brand new show on Maximum Fun, the Dave Hill Good Time Hour, which combines my old Maximum Fun show, Dave Hill's podcasting incident with my old radio show, the goddamn Dave Hill show into one new futuristic program from the future. If you like delightful conversation with incredible guests, technical difficulties and actual phone calls from real life listeners, you've just hit a street called easy. I'm also joined by my incredible co-host, the boy criminal Chris Gersbeck. Say hi, Chris. Hey, Dave. It's really great. That's to- enough, Chris. And New Jersey chicken rancher, Des. Say hi, Des. Hey, Dave. The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Brand new episodes every Friday on Maximum Fun. Plus, the show's not even an hour. It's 90 minutes. Take that, stupid rules. We nailed it. Hey, you guys. Uh, Jackie Cashin here. Here's the thing. Green Chef and HelloFresh are the same. I've done both of them. I love both of them. Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh, and they have a wider array of meal plans to choose from than they ever have, and I liked it initially anyway. So there's something for everyone. I love switching between the brands, and now my listeners, my listeners, that's right, Lori, my Our listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount price. Woohoo! Green Chef's expert chefs curate every recipe and with over 30 meal choices every week and the flexibility to switch plans, you'll never have to sacrifice taste for nutrition. You can enjoy restaurant quality dishes in the comfort of your own home. Avoid long lines, obviously, at the grocery store because they deliver everything. They get You get fresh premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And since Green Chef's ingredients are pre-portioned, you'll actually uh, reducing food waste too, which is also super important. Uh, go, so go to greenchef.com um, slash Jackie Lori 125 and use that code Jackie Lori 125 and get $125 off, including free shipping. So that's greenchef.com slash Jackie Lori 125 and, and the code Jackie Lori 125 for $125 off. I just made the sriracha pork and uh, it was delicious. Wow. And, and then it also came with a burger as a, is it is it easy to use? Is it easy to put together? It was yeah, it was super easy. There was um, there the the cheeseburger was actually fiddlier, but since I know how to make a cheeseburger, uh, I cut out some of the things like because the thing is the directions are super simple. Yes. It's sort of you know, and they and they want to make it as direct as possible if you haven't cooked before. But since I have, I'm just like oh well, here's all the ingredients. I know how to make a hamburger, uh, but I love that they have fresh, interesting ingredients that I don't usually buy. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah, I got I got some vegan stuff this time, and one of them was uh, Faro F A R R O. Sure, yeah. 
Yeah, and I was like, all right, you've you've gotten very optimistic, Green Chef. I don't think so. But then I prepared it as they told me to, and it was really good. And so I had no idea I would even enjoy something like that. So that's that's the other thing I love about Green Chef is they sort of, they, uh, they, make say a a food item you haven't had before they make it easy to prepare you know right and then you try it and you find out well i do like this this is doable it's in it's in my wheelhouse now yeah so (laughs) greenchef.com slash jackie laurie 125 and get 125 dollars off uh the order yeah Guys, your style is not one size fits all. It isn't. I mean, nothing's one size fits all. We're all different sizes. So why not shop at a store that is personalized to your size and your style? Okay, uh, this is introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle. It's a shop built for you. Stitch Fix Freestyle is your trusted style destination where you can discover and instantly buy curated items based on your style, your likes, your lifestyles. your lifestyle. I mean, you might have multiple lifestyles and Stitch Fix is ready for all of you. <laughs> Whether it you're really looking is. for a, a brand uh, a brand you love or you want to try a new one at Stitch Fix Freestyle, you can uh, shop hundreds of brands, personalize your, fi- your size and your fit. Try Stitch Fix Freestyle today by uh, filling out your style quiz and at stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. I like refined my style quiz um, and I started getting stuff that I was like, Oh my God, this is perfect. You know, I think I didn't take it seriously the first time I was like, yeah, red or whatever. I don't know what I did. (laughs) And I, I got this green, dark green sweatery thing. That's not really, it's not a sweater. It's like a half between sweater and blouse. And okay. I can't stop wearing it. Like when it's time to wash it, my heart is broken and I don't want to leave the house. <laughs> and well, that's I don't know. A, yeah, that's somebody awesome. found it. They figured me out and, uh, and now I'm in love. That's awesome because I have to say um, that my Stitch Fix experience was really good for pants, but I kept pissing, picking um, stuff for tops that was, uh, I just, uh, I thought it was cool. And then I tried on and it didn't look good on me. The good news is, is that it's incredibly easy to send stuff that didn't work back and it's done. You don't have to go to a location. It goes right into your mailbox. Right. right. And what's your call to action again? I forget what the, where, where, where we got to go. Just go stitchfix.com slash Jackie Laurie. Use that URL and fill out the little form and start living it up because it's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And also, let's talk about the comic of the week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Chelsea? No, not Chelsea. Kelsey. Kelsey Cook. Kelsey Cook with a K. K-E-L-S-E-Y. Cook like cook. Yes, She's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just watching her stuff on YouTube. It was really, really funny. Yeah, she's. and so. I, I think we've talked about her, so I thought we had already done her as a comic of the week. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. uh, you know, she actually technically hasn't been one. But, like, she's the, the daughter of... Food, like professional foosball players. I'm like, what? He's so funny, and she's so you know weird and uh, really nice person. Um, yeah, so that's so out. cool. It was really smart and interesting stand up. So, yeah. yeah, find find Kelsey Cook. At she was opening Kelsey for Cook. Jim Norton for a long time too. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. She's a good time. She's a favorite of mine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's uh to hang out with Jim Norton though. Um no, right. I love him. I went to the Middle East with Jim Norton. He's a good time. 
It was funny. Am I mixing him up? Is he? No, you're thinking of the same one. He's just surprisingly nice. Was he blowing uh, uh, other kids under the porch? <laughs> yes. When he was nine? yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I believe I've, I've hung out with him. He talked to me. He was, he was the guy. Anyway, no, I'm glad that uh, Kelsey <laughs> Cook is. is, is great. <laughs> we'll talk about what something a else. Honor for her now. Well, and the thing is, is let's bracket it in a way that I can tell you by, by, Tim Norton's story without, without it being uh, tainted none of her concern, without her, her being tainted by it. So Kelsey Cook, K-E-L-S-E-Y-C-O-O-K, that's her at on Twitter and find her and watch her stuff and buy her album if she Definitely got Definitely do. Yeah, awesome. Okay, so tell your Norton story. Oh, I did a, a thing with him and Keith Robinson and somebody oh. else uh, right in 2003 or 2004. And oh, right it was in college. Yeah. yeah. And it was supposedly, a, it was stand up and then a live fake tough crowd. Oh, okay. And, um, and at a, at a college in either Florida or North Carolina, one of the Carolinas or something. Yeah. And um, then we went out to some waffle house or something afterwards. And I did not know that Jim Norton was really good friends with Dice Clay. And Dice Clay came up and I said, yeah, he's not really doing stand-up for me. I'm not a big fan. I don't mm -hmm. care. I mean, he's, he does his job. I, I think people who like him, like him. And Jim Norton then proceeded to give me a 45 minute lecture about how I wasn't a real comic. <laughs> if I didn't like Dice Clay and the words real comic were said out loud. Wow. And, well, and he's I, a passionate man, Jackie. He believes um, what he believes 100%. That is totally. And he's the only one who gets to in that conversation, oddly <laughs> enough. And, uh, and I ended that conversation by saying, let's just agree to disagree because we both <laughs> obviously love Margaret Cho. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he, yeah, he, uh, we went to, I did, I went to the Middle East with Colin Quinn too, uh, yeah. US tour and, uh, Norton was the other comic. And, um, I remember that we, we traveled from, I guess maybe the base in Italy or whatever on British Airways. Right. And we you did uh, Europe. No, we may have just gone there before we, uh, connected to a flight that took us to, uh, Iraq Iran. or right. Iran. Iran, not Iran. No, not Iran. <laughs> I would still That's, be there. You yeah. would still be there, especially Norton. My God. Um, so, uh, uh, so he got off the like. We landed at JFK. We've been gone ten days. Everyone's tired, gross, disgusting, and he he doesn't say goodbye to any of us. He takes his roller bag. He rolls right into a cab and goes to Dangerfields to do a spot. <laughs> I was like, that's a, that's a classic. Uh, that's a comic right there. That's a comic. Yeah. Did you, um, I did not know that you were in Iraq. What year was that? Oh, that was in 2000, two, the 2003 New Year's Eve. So oh three to oh four, And, um, wow, that is danger times, man. Yeah. Yeah. We had to cancel shows cause, um, uh, either background, Oh, I, there's a couple of cities I'm mixed. Uh, I'm confusing and can't remember, but one of them was under a heavy fire. So we went to another one instead. Mm -hmm. And then that's when we were doing shows on a picnic table because they weren't prepared for us. And, and yeah, the, yeah. Audience, the guys had been awake for like 24 hours straight. So, but they wanted to go to the show. So they're just like staring at us and trying to stay awake. Uh, but what on New Year's Eve, we were in Saddam Hussein's one of his palaces yeah. and uh, with special forces, like they kind of took us around and showed us stuff we probably weren't supposed to see. 
But uh, when it, we did a, sh- a standing Im- improvised standing show in a, in a palace, and one of the people watching was Carl um, Ricardo Sanchez, who was a, a general, like maybe a four star general, who ended up being implicated in the uh, I think his name was Ricardo um, uh, in Guantanamo Bay uh, Gitmo stuff. Um, let me oh, just... for torturing and stuff or something. Yeah, Ricardo Sanchez. Yeah. I mean, Jackie, he was nice enough to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It just happened again. Vince Champ, nice enough guy. Uh. Yeah. So there you go. That's all right. That's my Ricardo Sanchez story. What's yours? Uh, I don't have a Ricardo Sanchez story. I have a... um, I have... Because I I didn't go to Iraq until 2006. Mm-hmm. It was 2005, 2006, I think. And that was with Scott Kennedy. And we uh, had to drive around in MRAPs and stuff and go to forward operating bases. Did you get to fly in helicopters? I, I think we might have, but I... Uh, How could you have forgotten? Helicopters uh, are so cool. My eyes would have been closed <laughs> and I would have been praying to Allah the entire time. Man, uh, Gra- Graham Elwood told me he went to Iraq and they got shot at in whoa. the... In, in his helicopter and they quickly uh got the hell out of wherever that was because you know whenever those armed forces entertainment uso things happen the and there's i believe this is true because uh, i was told this that um they've never had an entertainer die uh and because, be the first i want to be the first well they, <laughs> i want to go so bad and if that's the cost worth it get me on a helicopter <laughs> how much well, would, how much that would add so much value to our podcast oh my god are you kidding me the best thing we could have happen to this bad boy <laughs> i was told that the first one the first time it happened that would be the last time any entertainers went which sure. is why you're always surrounded by Halliburton goons everywhere you go. <laughs> and yeah. uh, you're like okay all right yeah. you know mm-hmm. just they're just the the, the most lethal rent a cops in the world the Halliburton guys I don't remember well they don't really tell you what they're if they are or not I, I well, remember you, did, just you had to have but you were with you were with Colin right Colin Quinn and then Conan yeah Oh, Jesus. Yeah. So those guys are fancy. Higher security. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I was surrounded by like, you know, young guys who were literally like, is this, is this guy talking to you? And uh, I was like, yeah, he's one of the soldiers that I've been brought here to entertain. (laughs) He's not hurting me. (laughs) So anyway, Hmm. very weird. Anyway, Um, I don't know. I'm coming home tomorrow from from minneapolis it's been a really really fun time and uh tonight we're all doing three minute sets at at dinner because why wouldn't there be stand-up when you got you know a dozen comics sitting around wait you're gonna do sets for each other i don't know i was just told that it was three minute sets we also got lewis a, a gift oh um but then other people got him specific gifts and i was like shit but I have to tell you this. This is the story I'm going to tell tonight is I didn't get him a specific gift because the last time I got him a specific gift, I was mocked openly. And I should have been because here's what I got. him. It was his birthday. It was probably 15 years ago. I got him. I had just finished reading the most beautiful translation of the Tao Te Ching. And so I gave him a copy of that and he opened it. And he said, this is very nice. You know that I read Chinese. 
<laughs> so you got him a Chinese book uh, uh, in English. translated in English. Yeah. Okay. His second language. <laughs> so, yes. I, uh, and I was Very like, thoughtful of you, Jack. You are not wrong. Uh, I, and a vacation t-shirt. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he would love. I did give him a challenge card the last time I was here. So, um, but I gave I gave the whole team who um who worked on the on the new show. Um, I'm pretty ex- I'm, I'm excited about the 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 new CD and the new and the new special, but I am um there's part of me that those are two other jobs, right? The promoting. Yes. The, and I feel so, like an asshole. Yes. I feel like a bit of an asshole. Yeah, Yeah. I'm trying to do it in a funny way, but it's like, I I do feel like an asshole. It is incessant. It's incessant, the promotion. And and the need to sell tickets and to sell albums and to sell downloads and to make people listen to shit. And it, and it, so I don't, those are two other jobs that are not my first job. They're not, so I'm not, I don't feel good at them. Mm -hmm. And when I feel like I've done it right, I feel like a jackass. (laughs) So I I feel like, oh, I did it right. Yeah. Yeah, so- uh anyway. but it's weird because you'll do like 20 tweets and it's the and it's a, like a link so all of a sudden it's your album covering over and over again and you're like all right i'm sick of this picture now everyone else must be too and then one person on the 20th tweet will go what you had an album oh okay like oh all right well i guess I there's a reason you. yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah it's um aggravating yeah so i'm i'm hoping yeah i'm hoping to sell I'm, I'm glad Maria's willing to to do the show on on the on the next Monday. Heck yeah! Because Rush Chicks has a, a her fan list specific. Oh my! That God. they're gonna that they're gonna send that little video that she did with her dad, and hopefully that'll sell some tickets. And sure. uh, yeah, because I want to, you know, I I told Ada and Brown Gorilla that um, you know we could, you know, Rush Chicks will get their cut. Ada and Brown Gorilla, I want to split with them because they're gonna cut the clips for the nice. to, to yeah. show so yeah. you know just share the share the wealth i just share the wealth yeah but i i don't know i really want to just lie down but i'm having such a good time right yes so yeah. it's all hard to to justify anyway yes. oh Patton oswald was, yes. on, was in first class yes uh on my flight my 6 15 a.m flight to minneapolis because he played the state theater on friday night so but i didn't delta I flew Delta. I'm walking through uh, first class and I, I look down and it looks like Patton. So I take an earbud out and I'm like, Patton? And he looks up <laughs> and he said something. Did he look that, up with red? Like, oh no, I'm being recognized. I guess David Hunsberger was also on that flight and he also <laughs> walked by Patton and said, Patton? And uh, so, but what Patton said to me, he said, and I don't think he said this. I don't know what the hell he said, but it sounded like he said, did you post something not trolly, but like something weird on a website. And I was like, no, but then I was pushed by the flood of people pushing me into coach. So I couldn't have a real <laughs> conversation with Patton because, uh, because trolly. it was, he was just like, did you like, did I, did I post something weird on, on some website he was on? And uh, I was like, I no. uh, no, everything not- I post is trolly as, as, as much as possible. <laughs> so I'd have to, that's a global yes for anyone who asks. <laughs> and I, well, and I have to say that I didn't, uh, I was like, I don't think I've ever posted, I haven't posted anything about you. Like if I see, oh, if he has Patton. a good, 
Right. Yeah. If he has a good tweet, I'll retweet it. And that's it. No, this is a pro Patton uh, podcast. podcast. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Pro Patton podcast. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pat Oswalt, good egg. Nothing yes. wrong with Pat Oswalt. So mm-hmm. um, all positive. So, but that was funny. And then my brother picked me up at the airport. I had dinner with my brother and sister and the kids mm-hmm. and my niece, and my great niece and my other niece and my other nephew. And then, and then yesterday morning, my brother, Scott, who's kind of a recluse, didn't come to dinner the night before. And I was like, Hey man, I don't mean to pressure you into any kind of social thing, but if you want to, I'll take a, I'll, I'll meet you and we can have coffee. And so I had breakfast with him and that was awesome. Cause I hadn't seen him in probably three or four years. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we talked and had a real nice breakfast. And then I took uh, a lift over to buy uh, some, the paperback exchange mm-hmm. and a consignment shop that I really like where I bought another sweatshirt. Cause all I have with me is my captain Marvel jackets. Uh, I have Great. to buy something to wear on Thursday. Yeah, you do. You know, you're going to be on television. Incredible sweater from stretch from stitch fix stitch fix stretch fix yeah but i don't know well i gotta uh i yeah i gotta figure out what to wear i'm gonna get my here's the thing oh because of um should we do a break a 40 a break yeah 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 hey there i'm ellen weatherford and i'm christian weatherford and we've got big feelings about animals that we just gotta share on just the zoo of us your new favorite animal review podcast we're here to critically evaluate how each animal excels and how it doesn't Rating them out of 10 on their effectiveness, ingenuity, and aesthetics. Guest experts give you their takes informed by actual, real-life experiences studying and working with very cool animals like sharks, cheetahs, and sea turtles. It's a field trip to the zoo for your ears. So if you or your kids have ever wondered if a pigeon can count, why sloths move so slow, or how a spider sees the world, find out with us every Wednesday on Just the Zoo of Us, which can now be found in its natural habitat on MaximumFun.org. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. So because of COVID, they have limited hair and makeup, you know, just people aren't, you know, yeah, totally. Those, those, they, hair and makeup has the right to protect themselves because you are uncovered, and so you could still have a, a breakthrough case, right? You can be mm-hmm. asymptomatic, etc. So, uh, I totally understand that. So, I am hiring. Uh, I'm probably spending all my my entire fee, right? But I'm getting on the show. But I I'm like I am not doing my hair and makeup for TV. Uh, yeah. I can't, I look like shit every time I look on Zoom. I want to kill myself. So um, I'm hiring the Marlene, who did my hair and makeup for the album cover. She's going to come over, and she already has something. So she's coming over like Thursday at ten in the morning, and then I'm just not going to move until four p.m. Four p.m. I- yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is brutal. Yeah, but but that's going to be so cool. Because yeah. um, I'm glad I'm glad he's having standups again. Wasn't Joyelle the first one back? Was that right? No, uh, Atsuko was. Well, I don't know who was the first one back on Corden. I'm not really sure. But Atsuko and 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 Joyelle both did late night sets this week, didn't they? Last uh, week, Joyelle did Fallon. Oh, that's what Atsuko, she did. Fallon's had live audiences for a while, okay. and then Atsuko did Corden last week. And okay, she had a great set. That was nice. Yeah, to she watch. did. 
Um, that was nice to watch. Yeah. It, so, and they have a good, they've always had really good audiences at the Late Late Show, you oh, know? That's awesome. Um, so that's, so it'll be fun, Jackie. And looks like it's uh, coming down the pike for Miss Cation as well. It could happen anytime. We don't know, but I'm looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, and then Vegas should actually be fun. Going to go to Vegas. And then I think the week after I have off, but the week after that, I go to Lowell, Texas. Uh, Lowell, Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, that still worries me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I'm hoping. You, you got your booster. I mean. I got my booster. I've. Yeah, exactly. And I, I was supposed to get my booster yesterday, but I didn't yeah. want to be laid in case, because I've heard of people who didn't have any problem with the vaccine get laid out for like a day or two. And I'm like, I just need to be out doing spots and not worry about if I have you know, have my energy sucked away from me for two days. So I post, I, I'm getting it, I'm getting it Thursday at midnight after the court and set. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. They're doing like the 24 hour uh, appointments get, again, like they were in the beginning when they oh, had good. So I guess because kids are uh, able to get it, they're taking all the daytime appointments. So us grownups have to go in at like one oh, good. In the morning, but that's okay. I just want to yeah. get, I want it to be all locked in before I go to Austin, the creaking cave. Yep. Which I'm sure Austin itself is highly vaccinated, but there's no mandate or anything in Texas, obviously. So I'm sure there's going to be some. I don't. No, I, you know, I don't know. I just hope not. You know. Nobody. There's like nine people are wearing masks around me this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I can't wait to get on an airplane where everyone <laughs> has to wear a mask. Yes, but yeah. if you are vaccinated, at some point you feel like, come on, like I get it, you know. Hmm. And so, you know, we've been eating in restaurants and uh, yeah. hanging out with comics and, you know, and it's fine, but I'm just, you know, I'm twitchy because, right, I'm twitchy because it's a pandemic and it's been two years and I'm used to a certain, you know what I hate? Change. Whether it's for the good <laughs> or for the bad, I'm just like, oh, something's changing again, but it always does. So there's nothing to be done. So... Yeah, I mean, they're now Pfizer said they came out with something that like oh, the uh, pill? Yeah, for that for ninety-eight percent of people that are hospitalized, they're gonna survive. So if it you know, hopefully soon it, like this by the spring, it will be it will have it won't be what it is now and we can forget that we hate half of the uh the United States or maybe oh not God. half a third. You know, Chad Daniels. Rogers for sure. Yes. Ch Chad Daniels did this line. He said, you know, the great thing about the pandemic is that it didn't divide this country anymore. It brought us together, <laughs> which made me laugh so hard. And then he also, uh, what was the other line was uh, something you about brought us together in hating anti-vaxxers. No, no, he was kidding. Oh, he's being deeply yeah, sick. Yeah, Sorry. deeply, deeply. CD delivered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You need that for sure. And, uh, and then what was the, the other line was about, um, oh, he said, you know, I can't wait till this is all over and we can just continue to mock people from Asia for wearing masks. And he said, and you cannot laugh at that. But uh, three years ago, when you would see people landing from Asia with masks on, don't lie to me and tell me you weren't like, oh, my God, they're overreacting. Yeah, and uh, okay. so it was and it, and it had a great punchline. I can't remember what it was, but it was such a great premise. Mm -hmm. All I've been doing all weekend is going, that is such a good premise until I think I forget who said to me, you're kind of 
a bit of a premise hog. You love a premise. And I was like, I do love a premise. Well, you know, because when you say that's such a good premise, what's implied is I didn't care for the way you went with it. <laughs> Because you're not saying that's I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I just, I think it's, I think that I, what I should say is I should say what Maria says, which is that's a rich vein. That's sure. a, that, that can go in so many different directions. It's such a great, pre- that's what I mean when I say a great premise. So I don't that's- mean... Yeah, that's the thing I'm I'm kind of opening with on this uh, or definitely opening with on this court inside. I also feel like the more I now I'm drilling down and really looking at it, I'm like, oh, there's way more here. I just hadn't hadn't really looked at it that hard. But there's no time. Yeah, there's no time now to to really. So I'm like, all right, this will just be it'll be a longer bit in about six months. Right now, it's really short, but it'll be bigger, longer in six months. Oh, well. That's yeah, that's fine. It's kind of cool to find it. And um, there was some comment I got from 800 pound gorilla when they were cutting the video. That's one of the punchlines that's on the album didn't make it onto the video. And I was Hmm. like, but they're supposed to be. And then I thought about it. And then I had to stop myself from thinking about it because I'm done now. Yeah. Uh, And because the uh, 800, the woman, Amanda was like, well, if you find the, if, if Ryan still has the video, we could put it back. And I was like, no, no, you can't, you can't put it back in. Cause I don't care. I'm done now. <laughs> I'm so done. I can't, we can't talk about it. So, um, yeah. well, you know what I did? I did Willosophy, Will Anderson's, um, podcast. Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, he was saying that he thinks, uh, comedy is better as an audio uh as an audio consumption that's not the yeah i don't know why i'm using those words anyway as opposed mm-hmm. to watching it as a special which i kind of i kind of agree you know yeah i just don't know yeah. it just seems like the industry's decided the special is the thing that means that you're that you're uh, a blue check uh comic a real comic to quote <laughs> jim norton so long ago and when you don't have one, you feel like, oh, I guess I don't, I don't count, you know, like yeah. I just have an album or something, but it's, it's, uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, think- this business, we started with the, how bad this business is and it's still bad. Right. <laughs> we haven't fixed it in the last 56 minutes. You guys very disappointed. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, where are we at Kyle? We are at 54. We're almost there. Oh, I, oh man. I tried to give us two extra minutes. Did you see that? <laughs> I feel like we've covered a ton of topics. Yeah, we Far have. Far too efficient today. It's true. Jackie stopped me from repeating myself. Jackie, when I start <laughs> repeating myself, let me go. God, that is such an excellent point. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't get to do any of my new bits last night. Um, yeah, I might use, maybe I'll use my three minutes to work on the new bit, which seems rude. Cause I think Lois just wants to hear about the club and, um, <laughs> yeah, for but, me, all new bits are on hold for this yep, week, and, for this week. which is weird. Cause I, the stuff I am doing for this thing, I'm like, I'm putting that away for a while and I'm just going to work on this stuff till I get to Texas. So I have as much new stuff as possible. And now I'm like, Oh, I got to get that stuff back. And I so, got to get that stuff back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
yeah, it's, it, it's fine. It's a great problem to have, it's, but it's an all hands on deck as I uh, take, uh, you know, like put on my jeweler's glasses and start really <laughs> looking at this opening sentence to make sure there's no cracks in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome, though. That's so cool. And those were, I bought, by the way, I mimed binoculars, not a jeweler's, whatever it's called. What's it loop. called? It's called Monica? A, loop. a no, loop. loop. I had a, I have a double loop when I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's we got to be at fifty-seven, right? Yeah, we I mean, I, I just it. did some physical work. Yeah, right. You, do you want to see how I, I? I can actually do mime on <laughs> Zoom, which is kind of exciting. How do we know you're not touching your monitor, though? I mean, you oh, could, ooh. because oh, Derek Hughes. Derek yes? Hughes was at the show last night. Oh, cool. He, he moved back here during COVID, uh-huh. and he. Watching Derek Hughes do because he's such a funny comic. He genuinely mm-hmm. is. He's he worked he worked on magic initially, and then he was mm-hmm. like, "But I want to be a comic," so he stopped doing magic on stage, uh, and separately just started also doing just straight stand up, right? And then he brought them back together. And let me tell you something about Derek Hughes and how great that is. It watching him do stand up and magic together, the magic he chooses to do. It's like it would be like playing catch with a major league baseball pitcher wow. where you could be on the other or a football, like a professional athlete playing catch with them. Just mm-hmm. watching him just casually manipulate these cards and the stuff, but also hilariously talk about it. Derek Hughes, you guys. That's great. great. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.